everyone is looking for off-market properties, Tim just closed on one. You're definitely gonna wanna watch this one. I'm here with super agent, good friend, and skilled realtor Tim Gola, and Tim did something that I would say every buyer out there wants their agent to do for him right now. He identified an off-market property and brokered the sale and closed on it for his client. So tell us what happened, because I know this takes a lot of initiative, a lot of hard work, and the willingness to make phone calls. Yeah, absolutely. So um, this buyer, good friend of mine, um, he was actually at you know my first deal in this business. Awesome. Um, he called me one day. Um, his so his parents had you know been building a house in Malvern for about two years. They're just finishing it up, and he said, "Hey, um, there's a little eyesore right across the street. You know, three acres would be you know our dream spot." Um, why don't you, you know, see if you can contact this guy and, and, and get something done. So um, I immediately jumped into our software, was able to track the guy's number down, gave him a call, um, and it kind of just all lined up. You know, he, uh, he was a city guy from San Fran. Um, his wife was from here, from the suburbs. So uh, he's like, you know, we gave the suburbs a try. Uh, they stayed there about a year. So they bought this in 2018. Um, and he's like, we immediately went right down to the city, running it out to a friend. We would certainly be open to something. Um, and I said, you know, did you have a number in your head? Which was kind of exactly uh, the numbers I had discussed with my buyer. Um, so immediately, you know, set up an appointment. We went over there two days later. And we were under contract three days after that. Amazing. So, and I know a lot of buyers have always said, and I've heard this from people like, hey, if that house ever came up for sale, or I'd be interested in a home in this neighborhood. And a lot of agents never make the phone call. And to me, it's, it's so obvious to do that because especially the, the relationship there, like that home's probably more valuable to them than anybody else. So was there any hesitation on your end to go out and pursue this? Because that, that's what mo most agents say, hey, it's not on the MLS, it's not for sale. Yeah, you know, absolutely not. Um, um, so I had actually, you know, taken a look at it. I drove by there and I could see that, um, the nature of the house, you know, they weren't really keeping up with it. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was a great opportunity and, um, it's a little bit different than the nature of a lot of our deals. You know, you're kind of sure. out there hunting, mm -hmm. um, which was fun for me. So, um, all it took was the phone number and, uh, no hesitancy on making that call. Well, and a lot of agents are afraid to make these calls or be proactive and they want easy sales to come to them. And most buyers right now, and, and the biggest objection that buyers have is there's nothing out there or I can't find a home that I want. Um, so by you going out there and doing that, what I'm clear on is you created immediate value for your client. You probably created a client for life at this point and you already had a relationship anyway. Yep. What was it like negotiating the sale? Because I, I think a lot of buyers are hesitant to get into these like buy owner or unrepresented sales. And to me, that's where there's a lot of opportunity because again, agents are afraid of these people. Absolutely. Um, and there was a little hesitancy just when you're dealing with someone who's not a realtor. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're not you know under the umbrella and they don't have to kind of work within the moral confines that we do. Yep. Um, so it, by nature, the deal was a little different, you know, um, yeah, they don't really know what they're doing. I'm used to a certain way of doing business. Um, but we just kept that communication open um, and I was able to kind of build a relationship with him as well and a trust. Um, so it actually went a little bit you know, smoother than I thought, um, although we did have another offer come in yeah. uh, at the last moment um, from a developer, which was a little interesting. So 
we kicked in the escalation clause and uh, we're still able to get it done. So, well, And what I'm hearing you did is you followed the process, right? Even though you're dealing with a different kind of seller there, you still wrote up the offer and presented it to him, right? Absolutely. And you know what? I treated him um, like I would a seller. You know, I went through, kind of did a uh, listing presentation with him just so he knew what the steps would be, you know, the paperwork that we would need and, and what would happen once we got under contract. You know, I wanted that to be very clear that he was mm -hmm. going to use, you know, um, our back office yep. just so there'd be some synergy there and um, it's been going smooth so so and, and the reason why I wanted to share this with everyone is is that so many agents they're, they're afraid to make these calls they don't want to go out and find properties for their for their clients and buyers and consumers sometimes they only want a specific house they want to be in a certain area so and, and you mentioned like the house is a little beat up yeah. to me that's a huge opportunity that there's some folks that want to fix up a home they want to make it their own yeah. they've got a connection to the area so this is the kind of agent that I'm clear you need in this kind of market. Yep. Any Anything else you have advice for the consumers watching where they're maybe not finding the inventory that they want or they want to be in a specific place, what should they? What questions should they be asking to realtors they're talking to or what strategy should they have? Um, from the buyer's perspective? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they'd just be very specific about area, number one, and you know the style of house you want. You know, For yep. instance, um, I have... Uh, buyers I'm working with now that like that Colorado A-frame type house mm -hmm. that you, you don't get every yes. every day here. You don't see them every day. So I've actually been trying to identify these properties in the areas that they want and contacting these owners just to see if any of them are willing to budge. Um, otherwise, we're going to be waiting around you know a few months for, for those to pop back up. So um, I think the moral of the story is there's more than, than one way to, to go about this. You know, you don't just have to take what's on the MLS and say, mm -hmm. ah, there's no inventory. You know, you can be proactive and get out there um, and go hunt a little bit. Yeah, and I know from the consumer side, like if, if I'm looking for an agent that's going to work on my behalf and be my advocate there, which is exactly what you did. And some people may say, well, you were lucky. They were ready to move. And I would argue that luck occurs when preparation and opportunity meet. And it feels lucky, but there was an opportunity. You kind of saw the signs like, hey, the home, home's a little beat up. It needs yep. some work. That's what some homes look like when before they go on the market because people can't take care of them anymore. Or these folks, they just said, you know what? This isn't for us. We're not making the investment. Same kind of thing right. because they, they were going another direction. So this is the kind of agent I'm clear you need. Tim's doing the things. He's making the calls. He's helping people here. So great stuff. And if you're in a situation where you can't find this kind of inventory, this is the kind of person you need to be talking to. You're definitely going to want to watch this one.